Hello everyone, welcome to season two of A Breath of Fresh Dating Podcast. It feels so good to be back uh, podcasting. I'm your host Mandy, personal matchmaker and dating coach at the MME Agency, an international personal matchmaking agency for high profile professionals who are keen to connect with like-minded singletons to establish a meaningful relationship one that will lead to marriage. Now, I wanted to pre-record this episode, um, but uh, fortunately, I had a little bookings during the week and I was swamped with work, with bookings, networking and meetings. But I think everything does truly happen for for a reason because um, I feel much better recording today. I you know, I woke up this morning, had my cup of coffee, uh, uh, smudged my home, uh, meditated, um, and, you know, eased my mind and calmed my soul uh, with my singing bowl. Uh, so, yeah, it, I feel so, so, so calm and um, centered right now. So, it's uh it's a beautiful weekend uh a beautiful weekend to release this season two episode one and um i hope you guys find it uh insightful and um don't forget to share of course (laughs) gotta spread the word now gotta spread the word of the breath of fresh dating podcast So um, on this episode, we, or should I say I am, because I don't have a a guest with me today. So I'm going to talk about how to approach dating like a business strategy. Now, think of dating uh, like a business strategy. Uh, in, In order to achieve your goals, first you need to, you know, have the zeal and the skills. A bike just rode past my house. I'm recording from my house, by the way. So, um, yeah, I might try to sort out the the background noise. But you know, if you can hear me clearly, crystal clearly, then it's all good. <laughs> so, like I said, think of dating like a business strategy. Uh, you know, you need to have the zeal and the skills, uh, the plan. Uh, the mindset to obviously give you the courage to execute your plan and the intuition to assess the risk and your return uh, on investment. So um, I'm just going to break this down for you. Let's talk about your goals. Why do you date? What are your dating goals? Is it to have fun, uh, a new experience for companionship? Or do you date for marriage? Now, before you embark on your journey towards Datingville, it is important to date with intention. Knowing what you're getting yourself into saves time and a lot of heartbreak and certainly a whole lot of situationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, for example, a woman whose intention is to date for marriage has no business dating a man who is unsure of what he wants. A man who has clearly stated from the beginning uh, he wants nothing serious and is just looking for fun means what he said. Okay, some women still, you know, date such men hoping to 
change their mind. Yes, sometimes the man may indeed change his mind and decide to commit. But most times his word is his bond. And when a man says he's not ready, darling, darling, (laughs) he is not ready. Don't waste your time trying to convince him of how valuable you are uh, or create illusions of what a relationship with you could be like. Chin up and, you know, move on to someone who sees your value and is ready, ready, sure and ready to commit to you. So when I talk about approaching dating like a business strategy, In this context, if you're looking for someone, or should I say something serious, uh, your passion here is commitment. And the foundational skills you require are communication and listening skills. Patience, tolerance, understanding, forgiveness, self-awareness, respect, and trust. Now, let's take a look at the plan. When dating, are you the sort of person who lets your emotions guide you? Or are you more of a practical person who is disciplined and combines emotions with logic? Here's the thing. If you've been dating people with the same pattern or dating approach and things never worked out, I think it's best to try something different. Sit down and... Thoroughly think of all your past relationships and your experience with each partner. For example, were you so quick to quit on your partner or the relationship at the slightest hurdle? Or did you have sexual relations uh, at the blink of an eye? Did you find yourself sleeping over so much that you forgot you had your own safe haven? Or did you act like a wife, (laughs) offering marriage duties when you were just a girlfriend? Did you lose yourself in the relationship to keep the relationship? If yes, do the opposite of what you're used to with a new partner. If you're looking for something serious with someone special, spend time cultivating a friendship. Get to know them in depth without physical distraction. Sex is so powerful that it can cloud your judgment and make you fall for someone who is absolutely incompatible. So if you're the sort of person who gives up the cookie within a blink of an eye, try holding out for a while, or better yet, remain celibate and abstain from sex until marriage. A man who genuinely wants you for you will be patient. I mean, I understand that some people may, you know, want to sample the package first, (laughs) but there's no harm assessing the physicality of your potential partner, if you know what I mean. (laughs) You don't need to have sex to know if there is sexual chemistry. If the presence between you two arouses you, that's all that matters. Some of you might be like... Oh, but Mandy, you know, what if we get married and realise the sex is whack? (laughs) Don't let that deter you from trying new things to spice up your sexual intimacy. Make it work. 
Now, sleepovers are, you know, great, but best in moderation when things get serious, especially. Because, I mean, I think once you start, it is so easy to get carried away. You find yourself leaving the toothbrush, then underwear, then makeup, then clothes, and suddenly you're staying longer than necessary. Two days a week becomes three, three days a week becomes one week in a month, one week in a month turns to two, and then poof, (laughs) your house stinks of spoiled groceries, and you find yourself moving in before he even asks for your hand in marriage. Love is sweet. I mean, <laughs> oh, love is sweet, darling. Uh, it feels, you know, it feels amazing to love and be loved in return. But be practical and patient through your dating experience. Remember your goals and understand that when you derail from them, you take 10 steps back. Derailing from a goal is like being too busy but unproductive. This is where the 80-20 rule comes in. The 80-20 rule maintains that 80% of outcomes come from 20% of causes. For example, in relationships, identify the key factors that are crucial to the success of your relationship. These could be the alignment of goals between you and your potential partner, Patience, tolerance, empathy, compassion, discipline, respect, support, and mindset. If all these qualities add value to your relationship, feed them more for a consistent and successful outcome. It's not advisable to do everything too soon before marriage. Otherwise, things become mundane. Leave some room for mystery, man. During the courtship process, especially during the courtship process, you know, as time goes on, you find yourself innovating and trying new things together. This makes dating even more exciting. It's like business. You don't reveal all your business secrets or strategies to your consumers. Neither are you aware of how your journey will go. You learn along the way, innovate and release your ideas when it's solid and ready for consumption. The definition of dating is a stage of romantic relationships where two people spend time with one another to assess their compatibility. The key words here are romantic relationships and compatibility. When dating, it is so imperative to be yourself. I'm going to repeat that. When dating, it is so imperative to be yourself. Not a counterfeit, because if you're anything other than yourself, you attract the wrong person into your life. You should complement each other. Be an added value, not one who devalues. Both parties should make an effort to feed each other's soul and be intentional about your dating experience with romance, fun and adventure. Don't get too comfortable once you've um, assessed your compatibility and you finally decide to commit. Remember to continue dating in your relationship and be authentic with yourself and who you are. Now let's talk about mindsets. It's important to have the courage and dedication to take the risk of falling in love. Everything you want to achieve in life starts with the self and mind. 
your thoughts become things. What you put energy into is exactly who you become. If you entertain a toxic toxic, uh, relationship, you become toxic. If you attract a broken person, a part of you needs healing. If you believe you're incapable of achieving greatness, you are anchored by your limiting beliefs and as such will not achieve anything good. Cultivate a can-do attitude, a habit of seeing the glass half full, not half empty. A fearless habit. If you want to do anything great in life, do it scared. Do it very scared, in fact. (laughs) That's the only way you can overcome your fears. So if you're genuinely looking for love with a partner of substance, think of your dream partner. Believe you will find them and they will find you. And in no time, through patience, he or she will manifest. You also need to Have the courage to put yourself out there to be found because no one is going to magically appear on your sofa to ask for your hand. If you put as much energy into believing in yourself and less energy into pondering on multiple reasons why you can't do anything right, you would achieve greatness. Now remember, before you can attract or manifest the partner of your dreams, You have to work on the self and your mindset. Ensure that you encompass self-love and have healed from past traumas because the partner you attract is a mirror of who you are. Now, I'll talk about the risk of falling in love. So risk is equivalent to red flag, in my opinion. So the definition of business risk is the process of identifying and controlling the threats in business processes. Risk management is an important framework of actions that need to be taken to preempt the risk and analyze solutions that will help minimize the risk. So examples of business risk are uh, economic changes, reputation risk, competition risk, and financial risk. I like to compare business risk with red flags in relationships. So I will define red flags first of all. So red flags, red red flags, <laughs> red flags are signs that um, come up in a relationship which indicates your incompatibility with a potential partner and involves a lack of respect. Uh, so you know, I'll say respect, uh, loyalty, or empathy, or and empathy uh, for the for the relationship and for you. So I'll go through. Just a few examples of red flags. Victim mentality is number one. If you highlight a concern or something your potential partner or partner did to hurt you and they avoid taking responsibility for their actions by turning the tables on you and playing victim, accusing you of things that you did to them or perhaps something they may have uh, received through miscommunication, that is a red flag. Instead of them understanding your hurt and apologising for what they did wrong, they rather manipulate the situation and make it about them. This is also a narcissistic trait. Now, narcissistic people lack empathy. They rarely take responsibility for their actions or admit when they are indeed wrong and are highly manipulative. A narcissistic person uh, will love bomb you to get what they want once they have no use for you. Love bombing turns into gaslighting. And before you know it, 
you lose all sense of self-worth and confidence. Another red flag is how a person talks about uh, their exes. So if all they have to say about their exes is negative, it means all they would have to say about you when things don't go as planned will be negative. That is a red flag. If a person is, you know, so quick to lose interest or probably takes off a uh, <laughs> takes off at the slightest disagreement or issue, it means that they are innate quitters, not problem solvers. And, you know, they can never manage a relationship, that's for sure, which is a huge red flag. Now, lastly, crossing boundaries. When a person crosses boundaries, it means they have no respect for you. For example, if you tell your partner you have an issue with them entertaining a lot of friends of the opposite sex in a manner that makes you feel uncomfortable, but uh, they still do it anyway, that's crossing boundaries. For them to intentionally maintain their approach regardless of your feelings means they do not value you. Or if you've clearly stated you aren't ready to have sex, but it makes several advances that's also crossing um, uh, boundaries. So there you have it. Risk is equivalent to red flags. When you spot numerous red flags, see how these red flags may affect the relationship and devise a solution to either eliminate, eliminate them, tolerate them, or just throw the whole agenda in the bin. I personally don't think all red flags are detrimental to a relationship. I mean, there are red flags that can either make a, or break a relationship. For instance, when having a heated debate based on a red flag um, involving religious disparity, you're able to assess how you handle the outcome. You may learn to remain calm and listen to understand instead of listening to respond. Another red flag may be how a person speaks to a, a waiter. If they're rude, it may be a cause for concern, but something that can be worked on. Communication, compromise and consideration can help improve these red flags. Red flags that can be more detrimental to a relationship are things like disrespect, pathological lying, cheating, gaslighting, uh, irresponsibility, lack of empathy, narcissistic behaviour, infidelity and so on and so forth. Your intuition is powerful. It is such a powerful force that is sometimes able to help assess the risk ahead of time. It's like uh, a predator and prey in the wild. A prey disguises itself to evade predators and is aware when a predator is within territory. Both predator and prey consistently evolve in the wild to create a balance for survival. So when dating, be aware of the red flag and be prepared to do what you must to ensure a smooth relationship or exit plan. Finally, return on investment. Your return on investment is determined by the goals you've established. For example, if you've invested your time, patience, love, affection and finances into the relationship and your dating goal is to lead to marriage or a committed relationship, the return on investment is contentment, peace of mind, family, love, happiness, support, marriage, union 
and, you know, whatever your relationship aspirations are. So that's all I have for you on this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening to a Breath of Fresh Dating podcast. If you'd like to stay up to date with all episodes, then do not forget to subscribe on your preferred podcast player. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, you name it, we're on there. If you'd like to support, kindly send your donations via anchor.com. And, uh, you know, we have a number of inspirational uh, guests, such as uh, authors, experts and professionals from all walks of life who'll be sharing their personal experiences and perspectives on a number of topics. Tell a friend to tell a friend and kindly share on all your social media platforms. Cheers. See ya.